Intermediate Meeting, May 18, 1980. LL Research Channeling Oxal, Lytos, and Latwi. Carla Channeling. I am Oxal, and I greet you in the love and the light of the Infinite Creator. We are most grateful for the opportunity to share our thoughts with you at this time and are very pleased to greet the one known as E and each of you. As you are probably aware, I and my brothers and sisters of Lytos have been working with you to balance the circle for there has been some imbalance of energy and we are more happy now with the unity of this group. We ask your kind permission to join you in your meditation and to share with you some thoughts on the subject of love. If you can picture with me now, my friends, a field distant from any neighboring settlements or domestic dwellings, a field, my friends, in which butterflies fly freely and clover lies beneath the wildflowers. We ask you to go to that place which you have imagined and to feel the sun of a warm day down upon you. Feel your body, my friends, as you stand in this field, your senses completely filled with the love of the Creator. You can hear the wind whispering its ever-changing song through the trees and grasses and weaving the sounds like ribbons through the air or birds who call to each other in hunger and pleasure. The flowers smell sweetly, my friends, and you can touch the fragrant petals of the wild and rambling roses. As you view all these things and feel the heat and light of the sun, you are experiencing the creation. You are part of the creation, and you are a rightful dweller in what is truly paradise. Allow your consciousness to sink deeply within that body, standing in that warm field until you are aware of that bird song and the sweet smell of the wildflowers and the lovely colors of the field and the touch of the grasses about your bare skin are all apart. This, my friends, is the simplicity of that which we have to give to you. It is a simplicity that has proved fatal for us for you and your complexity desire complex answers, and you feel that were we advanced, we would have advanced in complexity. However, my friends, that extrapolation is not true. I am Oxel, not because I am of greater intellect than you who sit in meditation. I am Oxel because I love. I and my brothers know this love, see this love, and feel this love. We ask you to come out of the field now, my friends, and enter another field of existence that is much more difficult to dwell within, that is, the field of life, in which the flowers that you touch are papers and people. Editor's Note Carla writes here, with regard to the use of the word papers, I think perhaps this referred to correspondence. Certainly, we have had a lot of writing with various folks over the years, so perhaps it was literally paperwork they meant. And often, my friends, 
you cannot touch but must instead grapple with difficult communications because you cannot understand each other's creations completely. The ever-changing wind gives way to the creations of man. And even near your dwellings, my friends, have you not seen entities who bring their noise with them and drown out the wind, and know not the message it whispers through the branches of the trees? Can you see the Creator, my friends, as you look at the distorted creation of man? We would be very amazed if indeed you were fully able to see the Creator in every man and every woman. There is a reason for this, my friends. We have free will, and so do you. We are not the clay. We are the potter. The clay consists of our actions and our thoughts, but we are the potter that forms these actions and these thoughts. We are the potters of our existence. And if our thoughts are seemly and lovely to behold, then it will be more possible for us to be a person through whom the Creator may work the magic of love. But most of you, my friends, have dwelt ever so long in an environment in which love is not understood and in which, therefore, the free will of each of your associations has caused them to distort that magic of love into shapes that are almost indiscernible as love. And yet, my friends, there is no place that love does not go. There is no action that love does not allow. It is written in your holy works, If a man go to the depths of hell, he cannot escape the Creator. We ask you to begin with yourself and to end with yourself in your attempts to discover love. We ask you to forgive yourself of any and all errors that you may commit. We ask you to love yourself in whatever imperfect state you may judge yourself to be. We ask you to release from yourself the responsibility for your nights and days, for your tasks and responsibilities. For those responsibilities belong to a part of yourself, but not to your whole self. They belong to a shell of yourself that is dwelling in this experience. And of course, my friends, you will do the best that you can. Were this not so, you would not be in this room at this time, in this dwelling, seeking the truth in this manner. But an infinitely greater part of you is not dwelling within your experience at this time. It is one with the Creator, and you may draw upon it as you will. If you were in a drunken stupor and you tripped, would you not forgive yourself in the morning? That is your situation, my friends. You dwell in a very heavy chemical illusion. It is a difficult and challenging experience. However, in it, you learn quickly, and that is why you have put yourself in this experience. So learn what you can, my friends. But above all, allow that great portion of yourself that dwells with the Creator to indwell within you consciously each day in meditation so that you may bring it forth into manifestation 
into whatever area you need its magic worked within. For my friends, you are all magical, as the greatest miracle that you might ever imagine. Each of you has an infinite history, and yet, here you are, my friends, through an extremely amazing set of circumstances, dwelling in one room, pondering a set of thoughts, and experiencing the love and the unity of the group in which you sit. Let that love be as a candle to you, my friends, a very bright taper that has no end, but burns mightily, as does the sun. Desire to know that love. I will leave this instrument at this time. It has been a great privilege to share my humble thoughts with you, and if you have a use for them, we urge you to use them. If not, we urge you to forgive them, for, as this instrument has said many times on our behalf, we are indeed like yourselves, those who seek the truth. We are not those who can speak the truth without error. We send our love, and through us, the love and the light of the infinite creator. I am Oxel. Adonai, my friends. I am Lytos, and I greet you also, as does my brother. I am delighted to be with you and send you love and light. We wish for the one known as Jim to know that we were working with him before this instrument began to speak, in order to build up his confidence. We say this in confirmation, so that in future times when there may not be a confirming channel, you will have had an experience of knowing that we were indeed contacting you. At this time, we would like to condition and say a few words through the one known as C, if he would relax, and speak each word as it comes to his mind. I will transfer now. I am Lytos. We are aware that the one known as C is somewhat fatigued and therefore, we will adjust the conditioning wave a slight amount and work a little bit further with him. I am Lytos. I am again with this instrument. We would thank the one known as C and assure him that at any time that he wishes, we will be with him. At this time, we would like to exercise the instrument known as Jim if he would also relax and completely refrain from analyzing any concepts that he might receive. Simply speak forth one concept at a time as they enter. I am Lytos. Still Carla channeling. I am again with this instrument. I am Lytos. We have a good contact with the one known as Jim but he requires a bit more of the conditioning and we will, therefore, adjust our contact so that he may have more confidence. I will again attempt to speak a few words through the one known as Jim. I am Lytos. I am again with this instrument. We are aware that the one known as Jim is having some difficulty due to analysis 
and therefore, we will simply continue to work with him through his own desire to experience conditioning. We may say that perhaps one of the greatest stumbling blocks to a new channel is that the first concept he receives is the identification of the so-called channel. And since the instrument already knows who the channel is going to be, it sets up the conditions for analysis. We could trick you by saying, I am Herbie or I am Hillary, but we do not think that would be in the interest of genuine work such as you desire to do. For those humans who have need of our thoughts, therefore, it is simply a matter of overcoming the desire to make sure that you are being contacted and that you are not speaking for yourself. Perhaps the best way to achieve this is simple practice. And as this instrument always does, a prayer of intent is very useful in tuning and protecting the instrument from stray channels, as you would call them, who might attempt to speak through you. These stray channels would include portions of your own consciousness and entities who are of this planetary sphere but have nothing particularly informative to offer you. Thus, the tuning is important in channeling the work. We thank each of you for your patience as we work with the newer channels. And we will pause for just a moment and condition each one of you as it may aid you in achieving a more deep meditative state. I am Lytos, and I would leave this instrument at this time. But, if in your daily meditations you desire our help in achieving a good meditative state or in working on conditioning, you have only to ask, and we will be glad to work with you. I bid you peace and love, in the name of the Creator of all things, my friends. I am Lytos. I am Latwi, and I am very glad to greet you in the love and the light of the infinite Creator. I am very glad that it is my turn, for I have waited patiently in order to speak to you this evening. I have been enjoying the spectacle that your planetary disturbances have had in some of the spheres of color, which are beyond that which can be seen by your eyes. It is very beautiful, my friends, although we are, of course, sorry for any grief that you may feel at the rearrangement of certain molecules of some of the entities which now dwell in another plane of existence due to this colorful display. We were waiting in the wings as you might say, so that we could answer any questions that you might have at this time. Does anyone have any questions at this time? Questioner. Inaudible. Latwi. We are aware of your question, my brother. The instrument will have a hard time answering this question because her mind is not furnished properly. However, we will attempt through this instrument, since we do not have a proper one. The use of humor in altering the genetic personality is only now beginning to be appreciated by some of those among your researchers, whom this instrument would call holistic health experts. There are many secretions of the brain, as you call it, 
which will control and reprogram the self-healing of the physical, emotional, and spiritual bodies. They do not have as much luck with mental body difficulty due to the fact that in mental problems, it is more difficult to achieve mental breakthroughs. However, the brain being relatively unimpaired, we can then say that the possibility of using humor is excellent. The ability to remove one's consciousness from one's little tiny area is very important in the reprogramming of the genetic personality. In order for this to occur, there must be some agent. Most often, in your recent years, those who have experimented in this area used chemical substances, such as that which you call LSD. These are also those who have used meditation and other less, shall we say, outward-going therapies in order to achieve reprogramming. There is a plethora of pseudo-reprogramming effects which may or may not last, depending on the sincerity of the individual. However, if a person once discovers how to laugh, this person will have a good chance of reprogramming basic metaprograms, which affect the life essences of the personality as it is manifesting in the genetic mode in any given incarnation. In order to release oneself completely through laughter, it is necessary to be able to feel that one is in a safe or trusted place. This is a prerequisite. What occurs when one is able to trigger the mechanism of laughter is that the secretions of the brain having to do with metaprogramming do the work of LSD or other powerful chemicals, but do it in a way already arranged by your very kindly creator. Thus, you do not have to go outside your own being for the remedies for your difficulties. We realize that we have not covered the subject adequately, and therefore, if you wish to ask further questions, we will attempt through this instrument to answer them. Questioner. Inaudible. Latwi. This is not a correct concept which you have generated within your mind. We are not sure that the true reprogramming concept can be generated intellectually. You can, for instance, decide what you wish to reprogram. But you will never know in your normal, shall we say, work-a-day state of mind, the mechanics of this reprogramming. It is not so much a state of objectivity that you need to reach as a state of freedom. And this is not a freedom from yourself. It is a freedom to yourself. For in reality, in the physical illusion, you are separated from yourself by all the concepts which have been generated in your mind as distortions of the truth by those about you whom you trusted since your early childhood. These distortions are many and varied, and at a very young age you choose which distortions you felt comfortable in living with. Therefore, various people have various distortions. 
So the laughter releases you not to objectivity, but to yourself, which is the ultimate subjectivity, since each person's universe is unique and unreplicable. Does this answer your question? Questioner. Inaudible. Latwi. May we answer you further? Questioner. Inaudible. Latwi. We thank you and certainly hope so. Working with this instrument on some subjects is like chewing rye bread. May we ask if there is another question at this time? Questioner. Inaudible. Latwi. Are you referring to the life forms, which are so-called test tube babies, or life forms which are the constructions of scientists having to do with the computer design of lifelike beings? Questioner. The second, the latter. Latwi. Both governments are attempting to do various things. The most basic is to achieve an interface between a computer this instrument does not have the word. The closest we can come to it is a terminal. Within the head or brain of an individual, thus allowing a living being, not a man-made being, to interface with all the bits of information which could be stored in a computer. This has not been successfully accomplished yet due to the extreme delicacy of the synapses involved so that the interface is difficult. There are already many mechanical and computer-led devices upon both sides, especially since it is part of the scenario of both governments that there may be necessity for beings which are not affected by radiation to perform certain tasks in order to preserve the lives of the more fragile humans who exist in the same ecosphere. To run through the number of experiments on each side would take some doing. Is there some specific category that you would like this instrument to channel information upon? Questioner. I was thinking specifically of our leadership and the leadership of Russia and what it all amounts to, inaudible, on what they are, on whether or not they are artificial life forms. Latwi. I am Latwi. I am again with this instrument. The question that you ask is answerable upon two levels. In the first level, the leaders of Russia and the United States are people. They live and die. There is, however, another level which is equally important to those who are attempting a serious study of this particular time in the evolution of man. The battle that is waged upon this other level has been called Armageddon. Must we terrify you by such a flagrantly biased word? Let us assure you that we mean the war of polarity. The polarity which you may call good and evil has little to do with national boundaries. Although the vibrations of the landmass, which you call North America, are much more positive in nature than those of the landmass, which you may call Russia. 
This battle is not in the physical, and is certainly not fought with people, but with thoughts. Moreover, there are, from previous cycles of civilization upon this sphere, machines which have intelligence, which dwell within some of the deeper rock formations of your planet, the product of a civilization which long ago ended. They are not positive, but rather negative in nature, and therefore are the pawns of the thought forms that are strong enough to penetrate this particular form of machine. Thus, as you see, we are speaking of two levels here. The level of your own daily life is peopled with humans, but underlying this drama which you are witnessing is a deeper and age-long struggle between good and evil, light and darkness. And although there is no question of the ultimate outcome, there are, shall we say, some dicey moments. Certainly, you are experiencing the transitional period in which these moments may come rapidly for some time to come. We are glad that you did not ask about the Chinese, for that is another subject, and one which we would rather not go into at this time, since that situation has passed. Does this answer your question? Questioner. It gives me food for thought. Latouille. We are always glad to give someone a mental snack. Is there another question at this time? Questioner. Inaudible. Latouille. I am with this instrument. I am Latouille. We must decline to answer this question. We are sorry for that, but we feel that attempting to channel that particular information at this time would be premature. Questioner. Inaudible. Latouille. We are checking the computer. I am Latouille. The one known as Hatan is working hard and doing fairly well. The prayers of many have joined the entities of that planetary society. There are gains registered on both sides. The probability of the most serious consequences is down somewhat. However, there is, shall we say, a semi-critical situation, and we continue to ask for your love and support of Hatan and of those leaders with whom Hatan is working. Is there another question? Questioner. How can we help people to get through these heavy times we are going through? Latouille. I am aware of your question, my brother, but it is so general that we have to go back to go and collect $200. You can only help those people who ask for your help. That eliminates a large number of people. Thus, you must not worry when you cannot help people. Help is only appreciated if it is requested. Unwanted help is unnecessary help, and it will not help but only interfere, for all have a sovereign free will. And no matter what occurs in this physical illusion, 
There is an infinity of time for each entity to learn and understand the truth. Thus, abandon your desire to help everybody. We realize this is not a conscious desire, but it is a common subconscious desire, due to the fact that those who seek to know the truth are also those who have a love for other beings with whom they share this planetary surface of yours. There are a few whom you may help, and they will ask you for that help. There are as many ways to help as there are requests. Some people may require a smile. Some may require food. There are endless ways to share the bounty and the love of the Creator. If you are able to offer seed thoughts for the promotion of change for the individual who requests it, then you have done the greatest help of all. For the greatest help is a spiritual help. And the spiritual help can only be truly accomplished by the person himself, with you acting as a catalyst. Thus, think of yourself as a watershed over which many will flow. There will be a few whom you may help with a word, a few with a touch, a few with generosity of food or speech. Whatever is needed, it will be asked for, and it will be a matter of your own understanding as to what you can do to fulfill the needs of those who ask. We ask you to remember that the Creator's supply of love, whether it be food, caring, thought, words, or any deed, is completely and totally infinite. So that, if you are a channel for the love of the Creator, you do not have to worry about running out of steam or being unable to help in one way or another. You need only to work upon yourself so that you are a clear channel, unmoved by the ridiculousness of many situations, and in great humor when others find a situation quite grim. For you see, you dwell in the midst of a great cosmic joke and a great cosmic tragedy, and the ability to see both polarities of this truth equally is a very helpful one in dealing with yourself. And when you have dealt with this polarity within yourself, laughing at your grief and solemn in your joy, you may be of balanced help to others, for you may not then be touched by their difficulties to the point where you will be unable to respond in the way the Creator within you would respond. There are many who make the mistake of caring without asking how to care of their higher self. Ask that, my brother, and that will be a greater source of information than any arbitrary way of helping that we could give you. You know, the one known as Jesus said, If you do these things to the least of these, my brother, you do them unto me. That is the secret, my brothers. You and your brothers are one. You are the Creator 
and He is the Creator. Your brothers and sisters and you and we and the Creator are one being, the cells of which sometimes get themselves all mixed up. Let your cell of existence be calm, be joyful, and be one body of the creation. Does this answer your question, my brother? Questioner. Yes. Latwi. We are truly enjoying ourselves, for we have developed a great affection for this group, and we thank you for allowing us to talk to you, for we do not have any other groups upon this planet who we can talk to. You are our first, and we are really enjoying this a great deal. So, we hope that you have another question. Questioner. Inaudible. Latwi. That is correct. We are observing in your northern hemisphere at this time. And also, in your southern hemisphere, there is another buildup at this time which is creating very beautiful colors in your spectrum. However, these are not the same precise vibration as the colors of your sun and do not have the same properties. So, we are very busy cataloging them all. And we thank the Creator for allowing us to see a transition in action. It is a very awe-inspiring thing, and we are specialists in what you would call spectroscopic analysis in many dimensions of space-time. Therefore, we are especially appreciative of the vibratory nature of your transition. Questioner. Inaudible. Latouille. Yes, my brother, the instrument does not know geography. We are having difficulty. The inaudible. Questioner. Inaudible. Latouille. The chain of disturbance that we are showing this instrument occurs south of your country and to the east, in the ocean, with not very much land there will be difficulties. We cannot see yet from the inaudible of the color, whether it will be of what you would call of a volcanic nature or an earthquake. However, there will be an adjustment of the plates, as you call them, of the planetary inaudible. If you would desire for this to be less violent, you may, of course, send Unfortunately, the rest of this tape is inaudible. Therefore, our transcript ends here. Go forth then, rejoicing in the power and the peace of the One Infinite. Creator.